0: I have often wondered why is sexual relationship pleasurable? Is it because God wants to encourage us all to indulge in sexual intercourse? Probably, it is no. Sexual intimacy. If it is a yes, it would not have been a sin to fornicate, nor would it have been a sin to commit adultery. Right? The sexual union was planned by God in the beginning, to be between married couples. That has not changed. You know God always does something with a purpose in his mind, right? Okay. Let glimpse at the mind of God through the Scriptures. What is God's purpose for sex? Sex is meant to be pleasurable in marriage. God made sexual intercourse pleasurable because it is His gift for married couples. All gifts of God are meant to be pleasurable and enjoyable. God's purpose for sex is for couples to enjoy it. No wonder sex is referred to as lovemaking. Love in the making. It is a pleasurable act, which is only ordained by God to be done in marriage. Greater than may your fountain be blessed, and may you rejoice in the wife of your youth. Greater than a loving doe, a graceful deer, may her breast satisfy you always, may you ever be intoxicated with her love. Proverbs 5, 18-19. When the marriage bed is defiled, dissatisfaction is inevitable. You need to maintain the sexual purity of your marriage to enjoy God's commandment of fruitfulness and multiplication. Sex is a seed when sown in marriage, it bears fruits of love. When it is sown outside of marriage, it bears fruits of misery. Sex is an element of love in marriage. The more of sex that you have in your marriage, the more united you become. You find yourself growing into one another in love. Eventually, you become two hearts beating as one. That is growing into oneness. Greater than that is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife, and they become one flesh. Genesis 2, 24. The man shall leave his father and mother and cleaves to his wife, that is oneness. The more of yourself that you give each other in lovemaking, the more like yourself you will become. God initiated sex to bring married couples into a unique oneness. Outside of marriage, sex does the opposite, it poisons relationships. Why not? Sex in marriage is like a medicine. Whereas, sex outside of marriage is like a poison. The devil always attempt to deceive us that sex brings intimacy to our relationship. Of course, he does not want anyone to enjoy sexual purity before marriage. Sex does not bring intimacy. There are several non-sexual ways to be intimate in your relationship, admiring, appreciating, touching, kissing, caressing, holding, hugging. Sex is an element of communication in marriage. Sex involves the total surrender of your soul, spirit and body to one another. You surrender all of yourself to your spouse without fear. When your spirit, soul and body get connected at lovemaking, there is usually an exchange, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. You communicate trust, pain, joy, sorrow, fear, concern, love and lots more. You grew into one another, you empathized. Outside of marriage, it is a big risk to have sex. No matter how casual the sex is, there is always an exchange. You don't know the kind of spiritual problems, the emotional distress, nor the physical diseases your sexual partner is about to share with you. God is only trying to protect us from these uncertainties when he commanded us to abstain from sexual immorality. Sex is protection in marriage. Not every one of us can abstain from sex forever. Such categories of people are expected to get married, to protect them from sexual temptation. Fornicating and committing adultery is as if you are giving parts of yourself away to a stranger, and those parts became lost forever. Greater than but since sexual immorality is occurring, each man should have sexual relations with his wife, and each woman with her husband. Greater than. Greater than do not deprive each other except perhaps by mutual consent and for a time, so that you may devote yourselves to prayer. Then come together again so that Satan will not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. 1 Corinthians 7, 2 and 5. Jesus Christ knows how our body works. He had been once housed in a body like our own. He knows our strength and our weakness. When He says couples should not deprive each other of sex unless it is mutually consented to. He has our interest at heart. Sex must not be seen as a weapon in marriage; it could backfire and exposes your spouse to sexual temptation. God does not intend sex to be an arsenal of war, rather it is meant to be an instrument of peace. Sex is an entity of comfort. A friend was worried about his incessant sexual dreams and early morning hard-ons. He was afraid that his mind would be corrupted by these sexual thoughts. When such things begin to happen in your life too, it means it is time for you to get a wife, your own woman, or to get a husband, your own man. Do not be afraid, just work on getting married. You will be comforted. Greater than Isaac brought her into the tent of his mother Sarah, and he married Rebecca. So she became his wife, and he loved her, and Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. Genesis 24, 67. Sexual drives are not an avenue for you to fornicate, nor to indulge yourself in extramarital affairs. Your sexual drives is just an indication that you are human and normal. It means you are full of sexual hormones like everyone else. Sex is a mean of procreation. If sex is not meant to be enjoyable and pleasurable, I wonder how many couples will endeavor to do it. Of course, God designed sex so that we can always look forward to it. We all incline to crave for something that we truly found pleasurable and enjoyable. Greater than God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number, fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Genesis 1, 28. God wants us to increase in population, through the procreation of course. His purpose for us is to dominate the earth and subdue it. To fill the earth by being fruitful and multiply in number. Sex brings about loving children when it is done in the ordinance of marriage. In conclusion. God has procreation in mind when he designs sex for couples. And he wants them to have the pleasure of enjoying his gift. God also wants married couples to be comforted through sex. Many domestic misunderstandings have been settled on matrimonial beds. God's gift of sex is meant for couples to communicate in nonverbal ways. And to protect the couples from sexual sins. Greater than do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. Greater than you were bought at a price. Therefore honor God with your bodies. 1 Corinthians 6, 19-20 Our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit of God. God we must not indulge it in sexual immoralities. According to Matthew 15, 19-20, what defile a man, man and woman, is sexual immorality. Will God judge his sexual immorality? Yes, God will judge sexual sins. Sexual union outside of marriage is never God's purpose for sex. What do you think of God's purpose for sex? Leave your comment.